Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 17th of September 2021, including Amazon's adaptation of the stage musical Everyone's Talking About Jamie and Sky Comedy's Dwayne Johnson series Young Rock. And we'll also be looking at returning series The Morning Show, a real favourite of mine on Apple TV, and Sex Education on Netflix, another favourite. But first, Ian, what's in the news? Well, in the Apple TV film Raymond and Ray, Ewan McGregor will team up with Ethan Hawke and they will play half-brothers who have been cowed by their domineering father. But after his death, they take the chance to try and reinvent themselves. What else is in the news, Hannah? Well, Martin Compton and Ian Glenn will star in Amazon Prime Video's twisty drama The Rig, which is airing next year. And it follows the disaster-stricken workers on a Scottish oil rig. Sounds good. Well, a very good week this week. I think it's fair to say two new things, two returning things, all of them A1. And we're going to kick off with the musical drama on Amazon Prime Video. Everyone's talking about Jamie. Here's a clip. This is your last careers lesson. So does anyone have a realistic career plan? Tyson, Denzel, what about you? YouTubers. I keep telling you all, you've got to keep things real. Jamie. Jamie New. Me. What do you want to be? A performer. So you may recall that this all started way back in 2011 with a BBC Three documentary called Jamie, Drag Queen at 16, which was all about Jamie Campbell, who was a schoolboy from County Durham, who attended his school prom in drag. His story inspired the stage musical, Everyone's Talking About Jamie, which has had great reviews, and I must admit, I haven't seen it. And now... This is the film adaptation of the musical, and I enjoyed it. A lot of the people who were involved in the making of the stage musical have been involved in this. Playing Jamie, it's newcomer Max Harwood. This is his screen debut as the Sheffield schoolboy. And I've got to say, he's good. Uh, I'm really impressed by him, but just check out the fantastic supporting cast so you've got my favorite Sharon Horgan as uh, his careers teacher and everyone in the class wants to be like a YouTuber or a celebrity or a singer and so on you've got Richard E. Grant another one of my favorites he plays Hugo his drag mentor whose uh, drag name is Loco Chanel and the wonderful Sarah Lancashire as Jamie's mother, Margaret. So it's got a bit of a Billy Elliot vibe, I guess, because he also has got the disapproving father, who's played by Ralph Innocent from The Office, Finchie from The Office. I thought it was great. The The music is good. The choreography, the lead performance is, is terrific. And, and as I say, there's this wonderful supporting cast and just a, a really positive message, uh, which not for the first time in today's podcast, about being true to yourself and and being who you want to be 
I'm sure you enjoyed this, Hannah. I'm, I'm confident of that. <laughs> you know me too well. Oh, my goodness, what a star lineup, or a stellar lineup, I should say. You know, I absolutely mm-hmm. love Richard E. Grant, Sarah Lancashire, um, and Sharon Horgan, as you say, absolutely brilliant. And um, I think what I love about this is the it's so uplifting because I think you forget sort of how difficult it is for people, perhaps, to be true to themselves and to see... Um, it kind of embraced in this way and also the difficulties but I think it's very very uplifting and um, absolutely brilliant complete Billy Elliot vibe is exactly what I was going to say you know the disparaging dad that you know eventually comes round you know it's uh, yeah very very feel good and I think for anybody struggling one to watch absolutely and not entirely unrelated the return of one of your favourite shows on Netflix, Hannah, The Wonderful Sex Education. There is a battle happening in the sexual health of our teenagers. I will get Mordell back on track. What is that? It's my shame sign. Sex will ruin your life. No! You can't be teaching this stuff. It's backwards. I'm not getting involved anymore. Things are easier when you don't care. It is. It's back for season three. I mean, this is just, I don't know, if any of you haven't watched it, you really are missing an absolute treat here. Although this series with Gillian Anderson, I mean, she's been in all of them, but after seeing her in The Crown, I have to really kind of, you know, reset my mind a bit. (laughs) She's completely different in this, clearly. Um, So it does what it says on the tin. uh, You know, it's sort of um, from the very beginning of this series, we've seen a cohort of young adolescents, formers I suppose um, kind of having the first foray in the, in the sexual world and and taking the taboo out of it um, and it centers around Moordale secondary school and so the this series starts with a big fallout um, because last season um, we saw a huge STD breakout um, at the school um, so Moordale has uh, been publicly dubbed the sex school um, and of course you know, there's a new head and they're get, that's all going to change. But, you know, is it? So Otis, who's played by Asa Butterfield, um, is the kind of resident sex guru. And he's just not really who you'd expect to be the sex guru. I mean, it is if you watch the whole series, you'll get it. But he's not somebody who, you know, classically you go, yeah, yeah he's it. And um, he kind of, he's like the, the, the person who's the therapist for everybody in, in who has a sexual crisis but he in last series he declared his feelings for um, the very very bright um, but quite troubled Maeve um, but she never got his voicemail so will they ever get together that's the cliffhanger that's the question will we find out in this series but one thing I will say is that um, this doesn't uh, let you down this uh, season is is right up there with the greats really really funny whilst addressing some <laughs> quite big issues I'd say what do you think Ian I know you like this too it kicks off in style doesn't it with this incredible montage of people having (laughs) sex in various wonderful ways all sorts of combinations uh to the to the song uh it's the car now (laughs) yeah well yes one couple in a car it's the car just moving (laughs) um it's intriguing sex education because it's got this real retro look to it, but it also, it really looks like it, it's set in an American high school and it has all those tropes. But, of course, it's actually set in a British school. 
Um, yes, it's a really classy series, and, and as I'll, I'll reveal later, I've actually gone back to start watching it from the beginning because I just think it's sheer quality. Um, and Gillian Anderson's character, the sex therapist, is, is wonderful. And in this new series, she's um, she's discovered she's pregnant, hasn't she? So there's a big news. There's a new head teacher at Moordale Secondary who sort of presents herself to assembly by doing a really cool dance routine. But she's bringing with her a much more conservative attitude towards the student body and all matters sexual. So we'll see how that develops. Uh, Otis now has a uh, rather wispy um, bit of facial hair, which causes... Uh, much hilarity I think um, the guy who plays his best friend uh, is terrific in this I must say there's so many good performances and uh, you will be seeing uh, Jason Isaacs from Harry Potter he plays the domineering brother of the former head teacher Mr Groff of course whose son was the uh, was the school bully so yeah it's great to see it coming back and as you say fans will not be disappointed i think it's kind of taking it out of the school environment a bit more in this in this series perhaps to kind of set it up for when these characters leave school more of the same and uh, really really good meanwhile over on sky comedy there's a new series called young rock and yes it does star dwayne johnson and here's a clip the goal is always to entertain that's the driving force behind what i do So here comes Young Rock right down the pike, and I hope you enjoy it. You must be rich. What's your name again? Tomas. Why'd you say your name was Tomas? Because it sounds way cooler than Dwayne. So there are good and bad things about this. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people are big fans of former wrestler, The Rock, who of course is now a massive Hollywood star. The setup for it is in 2032. The Rock is running for U.S. president, which alarmingly is is kind of believable. I mean, my goodness. So he's being interviewed about his early life, and these scenes set in 2032, are, I find them toe-curlingly awful. The jokes are dreadful. They fall really flat. But he's telling the story of his, his younger self. So you get flashbacks to three different periods in his life. So you get four versions of The Rock. You get the adult the rock you get him as a 10 year old growing up in hawaii you get him as a high schooler in pennsylvania and then as a college student and a football player at the university of miami and i i gotta say i really like the flashbacks and the first one you see which is terrific when he's 10 years old growing up in hawaii his dad is a professional wrestler and the family hang out with all these characters from the wrestling scene including Andre the Giant and the Iron Shake I think one of them is called there's these two brothers as well what are they called I can't remember but yeah those scenes are terrific and it just really the ones set in the future I think really jar with it and and they genuinely as I was watching I was thinking this is actually going to happen he is going to run for president which will be very bad but um yeah lots to enjoy it in it and especially i think the female supporting roles like his granny was the first female wrestling promoter um he does have 
a troubled home life in the sense it's quite a distant relationship with his dad. That aspect of it I enjoyed. I would get rid of the other stuff and just have the story of The Rock growing up. A mixed bag. What did you think of this one? And are you a fan of The Rock? Well, I mean, The Rock does what he does, you know, and I think that I think you kind of enter or watch this with caution. If you don't like him, you're not going to like him anymore by the end of it, is probably what I'd say. It is quite cheesy. I think, you know, you, you touched on that. The jokes are awful when we kind of go, you know, into the future. And it's a real vanity project, isn't it? Let's be honest. I mean, that that is exactly what it is. But I think if you, if you like him, um, fine. And if you don't, I don't think it will make you like him, um, <laughs> if that makes sense. I don't think there's... It, it, as I say, it kind of—I I don't think you'd watch this unless you unless you were a fan. So I'm not sure it's something that I would sit down and naturally watch. So yeah, a, a bit cheesy, not that interesting to someone like me who's not that interested in him. Um, yeah, he's a massive Hollywood star, but I didn't need to know any more. Okay, and there is there is actually in the the high school flashback. There's quite a funny joke which which relates back to um, sex education. So <laughs> high school rock has has grown this at a very thin moustache and um, everyone at school thinks he, he's an undercover cop like Johnny Depp in 21 Jump Street, <laughs> which I thought was quite amusing. Anyway, one for fans of The Rock, as you said. We have a second returning series over on Apple TV, another one I think you're very keen on, Hannah. It's season two of The Morning Show. My job is to ensure the stability of UBA. Alex, I need you to come back. You are the only thing that can save us. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that before. I'm not gonna get edged out. Alex, leave me. I feel like I'm bringing in my big sister to clean up my mess. Man, you couldn't have planned this any better. Stepping away when you did. I was broken, Doug. It is. I mean, this really shouldn't have been a hit in many ways, should it? I mean, it was just a bit, particularly for people like us who are journalists and you kind of, you're immersed in that world and quite often you've seen behind the curtain, you know what it really looks like and if you've done bits of TV, you kind of know how stressful it is being on screen but of course when you see them it's all very comfortable and warm and cosy and what have you and so in a way I thought this just would, would be badly done but it it hasn't been, and I absolutely enjoyed um, uh, season season one. So season two has has to live up to that. Now um, we've seen both Jennifer Aniston, who's a star of the show, and Reese Witherspoon interviewed quite widely in the last you know uh, week or so around this, and they clearly do have a rapport, which I think absolutely helps. So um, if you haven't seen it. Definitely need to watch it, but essentially this is a drama set in the world of a breakfast breakfast news TV program. Think GMB, but sort of a bit more glitzy because it's got Reese and Jen at the uh, at the helm. Um, no offence, Susanna Reid. Um, and so Jennifer Aniston, who plays the part of Alex, she left the show, um, and so Reese Witherspoon is now co-hosting with a newcomer called Eric. Um, but ratings are on the slide. Again, we talk a lot about kind of, you know, breakfast shows and their ratings. It's obviously really important. And so there's, you know, will Alex be persuaded to return is the big question. And of course, we probably all know the answer. But then there's a lot of ego here. There's, you know, whose show is it? You know, it's never quite equal. Um, it's not a 50-50 split. And there's a bit of kind of, um, as I say, the ego 
egos are are at play, and you see quite a different side to Jennifer Aniston. And I mean, she she, she she's growing old gracefully, uh, Jennifer Aniston. I think she just looks really quite brilliant um, and quite amazing. <laughs> really, you know, she, she and I and I don't believe she has any any tweakage either. So she, you know, she does look absolutely amazing, and so does Reese. So I, I I would say this, you know, season two absolutely lives up to season one just it's it's just quite dramatic is what i'd say it's a, it's more dramatic than the first yeah i think season one got off to a slow start and, and it started off with steve carell who was one of the hosts he was um there was a scandal involving him and i watched the first episode of season one and it didn't really grab me so i didn't stick with it but people started to really enjoy it as it as it moved on this one uh, i mean the americans are brilliant at doing behind the scenes series and films about the world of television aren't they they're fantastic things like broadcast news and um mm, yeah. this this is really good so in episode one eric and bradley who are the co-presenters are doing this sort of song and dance routine to promote their live new year's eve broadcast which they then show which is incredibly cheesy but yeah there's a lot of backstabbing there's a lot of thwarted ambition i think billy crudup i love billy crudup anyway but he's terrific as the as the guy who's kind of pulling the strings and playing off people off against each other making promises he's not going to be able to keep we already know how superb witherspoon is but i think this is a terrific role for aniston that's really showing off her potential um and we've also got juliana margulis and will the brilliant will arnett joining for this season so yeah i'm i'm kind of inspired to go back and catch up with season one because you do have to know what's gone on before and there's another scandal breaking at the beginning of the second series which, which prompts these these moves another one highly recommended i think so yeah a, a, a very very good week now um yeah we've reached that stage hannah where you tell us what you've been binging on so reveal all well, I, I had a little quick binge of um, Sex Education first season because I just wanted to sort of, I, I just sort of went through it quite quickly just to kind of remember where we were at. Um, uh, so I just did that very, very quickly. And I also, when I was looking through the TV cabinet, we're having some work done at the house, and I was looking through the TV cabinet, I came through a box set of uh, Keeping Up Appearances with Hyacinth Bouquet, and I thought, what what's not to love about that? So oh I watched a bit of that. Goodness. And I know, I know, I know. Very funny, though. Quite timeless, Ian. Well, you've stolen my thunder there, Hannah, because I was going to say that I had gone back to the beginning of sex education. But I have also, of course, uh, been watching the the resumption of my favourite animated series, Rick and Morty, uh, which is back. Now, we've just got time to look ahead to next week's offering. So what are we going to be talking about hannah on star on disney plus we've got ben schnetzer starring as the only man left on earth following a global catastrophe and that's called the last man and the brilliant jared harris from mad men the crown and various other shows he will be playing a far-seeing scientist in apple tv's epic space saga foundation so we look forward to those and more but in the meantime Cheers. Cheers.